Hello, and welcome to Radio KBPV, a podcast for tales of the Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village. This is the Talking Tombstones edition, recorded at the Fort McLeod Holy Cross Cemetery, August 24, 2019. Next up, historian and curator Farley Wuth will introduce Betty Gamble, who will read on the life of Barbara and Charles Sharples. Okay, we are reading about Ellen McDonald Gallagher. Oh, I'm sorry, we're reading about Barbara Sharples. Get the characters right, Farley. And Betty Gamble is going to be doing the reading here. And this is at the headstone of her husband, Charles Sharples. Barbara flew in from Clarisome. She's actually there, so so we're going to do this one here. So. Good evening. My name is Barbara McDonald Sharples, and I am connected with the pioneer railway and ranching families who came to the Canadian Pacific frontier as early as 1882. We are standing at the headstone of my first husband, Charles Sharples. I was born way back in July 8th. 1871 in Alexander, Ontario, a rural settlement on the Ontario-Quebec border to Ellen Bain MacDonald and Elizabeth Ann Harrison MacDonald. My father, Ellen Bain MacDonald, spent the first part of his life working on his father's farm in Ontario. In 1871, he was a merchant in Olongil, Ontario. In 1881, um, he came west to Emerson, Manitoba, and was in partnership with J.A. McDonald in general merchandising. In 1882-83, Dad became engaged in the CPR construction and later was in charge of the stores in Langdon and Shepherd. He was also a contractor on the Calgary-Edmonton Railroad, also known as the C&E, whose initial construction dated to 1883. My father also organized the original Glengarry Ranch, which later was renamed the 44. He continued as its manager for nearly a quarter of a century, resigning his position in 1910. My father ran as a Liberal candidate for the McLeod riding in 1908. He was appointed the fifth superintendent of Banff National Park in 1910. He also served as the sheriff of the town of Fort McLeod. He passed away in the autumn of 1932 and is buried in Calgary. I came west with my mother, Elizabeth Ann Harrison MacDonald, and siblings in 1891-92. I can remember both the excitement and trepidation this long trip from Ontario encompassed. To reach the 44th Ranch, the 44 Ranch, I should say, we had to drive across country from Calgary with a team of horses. I immediately fell in love with the picturesque western prairies and the majestic Rocky Mountains to the west. Two years later, in 1893, I married the late Charles Sharpells, whose connections with the district ranching history dated back to 1882. Charles was born in Quebec to Charles Sharpells and Suzanne Power in 1856. Prior to moving to Western Canada in 1881, he worked at the Uppertown branch of Union Bank in Quebec City. Charles also served with the Volunteer Quebec Militia from 1876 through 79. In 1882, he traveled overland from Benton, Montana on a cattle drive to the old Cochrane Ranch. This was when the ranch was located on the Bow River west of Calgary. 
A few years later, the ranch relocated between the Waterton and Belly Rivers as ranch officials found the winter weather much easier to manage down here. Charles also worked for the Department of Indian Affairs as issuer of supplies to the Stony Indians at Morley. For several years, my husband Charles managed the Winder, Winder Ranch nestled in the rolling porcupine hills where the Burton Ranch later was located. This was on Willow Creek. The ranch, comprising 80,000 acres, dated back to 1881. The ranch's owner was Captain William Winder, retired superintendent of the Northwest Mounted Police. He was stationed in Fort McLeod and took a great interest in ranching issues. Winder, who did not live on the ranch, but here in town where he operated a general store, passed away in 1885. Charles' role as general manager, therefore, was a labor-intensive, hands-on job. He had to look after the cattle, assisting with the roundups, brandings, and feedings, particularly when the winter Chinooks failed to materialize. The winters of 86, 87, and 1906 and 07 were notoriously severe with high snow accumulations and howling winds. Literally thousands of cattle perished on the Canadian prairies these two seasons. In 1898, Charles... <coughs> was asked to travel to Regina to advise on new rules for branding livestock on behalf of the local government. In 1902, he was appointed Brand Inspector Coroner and Justice of the Peace for the Clare's Home District. We had several good <coughs> crews of hired hands over the years, along with raising our children. As the silent partner, one of my jobs was to feed these hungry workers. Often the crew gathered around the lazy Susan table for the noontime meals. I oversaw the planting and harvesting of an immense vegetable garden, an essential feature on the ranch. Only occasionally did we travel into supplies for, to town for supplies, and always on horseback. Charles passed away one day after his 53rd birthday in 1909. He will be remembered as a hardworking pioneer who played an integral part in the settlement and development of Alberta. Years later, I married James Price. I passed away in early October 1933 and was buried in Claire's home. My own obituary noted that I was a woman most highly respected and perhaps more widely known than any other old-timer here. I was remembered as a true pioneer, kindly and generous, tolerant and sympathetic, with a very cheerful disposition. Thank you, Debbie. You're welcome.